You're listening to the Mind Your Home Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home Podcast. One thing that I'm pretty adamant about is that clutter equals lack of clarity. You have to be intentional about the purposes of your home spaces in order to reap the benefits of having holistic and supportive spaces. If you want more time, more energy, and more breathing room, well, that all starts on the home base. You shouldn't just focus on throwing things out, but on developing a personalized, supportive plan. So how do you do that? How do you create intentional living spaces and know what changes are going to make your home more supportive in the first place? Well, today I'm going to share what I consider to be the four core components of creating holistic and supportive spaces. Now, I'm sure that you can think of other factors to add to your list, but my hope is that this will just bring a little clarity to the process. You know, clarity is always that first tricky step that causes the boat to stay docked because there's no real destination. So today, we're going to get a destination. Now, this entire episode is based on a free guide that I have that you can grab down in the link below that walks you through the exact categories that we're going to be covering today for creating holistic and supportive spaces. So be sure to grab your copy down below. It's totally free. And let's dive in. Here's the important thing to understand. What you plan for and make space for is what you get more of. With all of the things that you're trying to accomplish or move forward in in your life, your home can either be your biggest support system or your greatest obstacle. So let's talk about four categories of holistic and supportive spaces that our homes can fulfill for us as well as insight on ways to strategize within these categories. So the goal is to find a nice balance in these four categories for yourself inside of your home. Now, remember, what you plan for and what you make space for is what you're going to get. Those are the things that are going to be front and center every day. So while making your home one giant entertainment center might sound super cool, that would probably be lacking in other equally important areas. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to the four core components of creating a holistic and supportive home space. Number one is love or relationships. Now, of course, love means different things to different people. So think about what are the things that you like to do with your loved ones? Maybe you have kids or a spouse Or maybe you're actively in the dating scene and you need certain spaces for your dating life. Or maybe you have a pet like Charlie here who you love and who also needs their own dedicated spaces for things like a bed or food and water bowl or just to lounge like a lioness while sunbathing. It could be as simple as firmly dedicating the dining room as a non-negotiable family meal spot for rehashing the day every evening over a hot plate of comfort food. If movie nights are important to you and your partner, then maybe that should be an important space for you to consider inside of your home. You can curate spaces that naturally encourage togetherness, whatever that looks like for you and your family. So whatever love means in your world, you need to consider that as an important category when you're carving out your spaces. Now let's talk about ambition. That's number two. 
Now, if you're sitting there thinking, you know, I'm not a very ambitious person, or maybe you're looking at your roommate and you're thinking they don't have any ambitions. Trust me, as a human, we all have something that we're looking forward to, some kind of a goal, something we're working toward, something we'd like to attain or achieve. All of those things could be considered ambitions. Even full-time weed smokers like Seth Rogen have personal ambitions. So if you're a stay-at-home mom, then your ambition might be to renovate your home or to create amazing new recipes. If you're retired, your goal might be to create gorgeous crocheted blankets for family members or just to have the best yard on the street. CEOs, entrepreneurs, artists with a side job, cross-country motorcyclists with a passion for tattoo artistry. If you are a human, you have some kind of ambition. Whatever it is that you're trying to create or produce or develop or become, you need to make sure that there's space for that inside of your home as well. You can learn more about how to curate an environment that'll support you and help you to grow in this other video called The Big Three Reasons to Declutter. I will link the card up in this section. So this doesn't necessarily mean that you need to have a hobby room or an office or a motorcycle shop. It just means that whatever actions your ambitions require or whatever activities they require, you should have some kind of a space to pursue those ambitions. Our ambitions are often our passions, and so you can't really have a holistic, supportive space without them. The third thing is health. Now, just getting the clutter out is already going to improve your health. You can see an article I wrote down below that's called Sneaky Ways That Clutter Impacts Your Health and Wellness. But honestly, you can go so far beyond that and optimize your space for health and wellness even more. It really all goes back to what you see is what you use. So I recently bought some pears and I put them in the bottom drawer of the fridge. And we're typically an apples and bananas kind of family. We don't really eat a lot of pears. So a few days later, the pears still had not been touched. I mentioned it to the kids every time they wanted a snack and their response was always just meh. So after a couple of days, I took them out of the bottom drawer of the fridge and I placed them in a bowl on display right in the middle of the dining table. And within 24 hours, the kids were already arguing over who was going to get the last pair. They were the same pairs. The only thing that changed was the more convenient space that I created for them. So if you're wanting to optimize your eating and exercise habits or anything else that impacts your health, convenient placement is key. This is what really creating that holistic and supportive space is all about. Now, for me, it just means having plenty of space on the floor and a yoga mat. But you might require like a whole room dedicated to fitness. It just varies by person. Whatever your personal health goals and requirements are, it's important and an important aspect of your holistic well-being. And therefore, it's important for holistic and supportive spaces in your home. And number four is pleasure. What do you enjoy? You know, what do you find fun? While it may not be optimal, like I said earlier, for our entire homes to double as giant entertainment centers, pleasure is certainly a part of our life satisfaction, and it should definitely be a primary category when creating intentional living spaces for yourself. So remember, your home is where you draw your energy. It's where you recharge. So how do you like to decompress? What do you enjoy doing? This could be anything from video games to knitting to Netflix. Obviously, everybody's interests are so different, so it really shouldn't be a one-size-fits-all. The perfect setup for me would not necessarily be the perfect setup for you. And you might also find that the pleasure and health categories overlap, and that's totally fine too. Doubling up just means that you're being extra effective. 
So for example, many self-care activities like soaking in a hot bubble bath or stretching your muscles are great for you and for your health, but they also feel great. So it's a double whammy. Now, each category, again, does not have to have its own room. I said that before, but I just want to rehone in on that. You don't have to have a separate room for each thing. There are a lot of rooms that have multiple purposeful spaces. For example, your living room may serve as an entertainment center, an office, and a workout zone, and that's totally fine. The important thing is that you are being intentional about the support that your spaces are giving you. So go give it a try. Let me know down in the comments what your top things are for each of those four categories. And be sure to grab this guide that's gonna walk you through creating these holistic and supportive spaces in these four categories for yourself.
Now, this entire episode is based on a free guide that I have that you can grab down in the link below that walks you through the exact categories that we're going to be covering today for creating holistic and supportive spaces. You can print it out, you can follow along and fill out your own answers to each of these categories down below. So be sure to go in and grab your copy down below. It's totally free. And let's dive in. So be sure to grab your copy down below. It's totally free. And let's dive in.